My name is Kevin. And my name is Nate. The the thief of beef. The beefiest of thieves. Ah, the thieviest of thieves. Thieviest of beefs. Yes. Mm-hmm. The thieviest of beefs. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your crazy. Thieve it to beef. Yes. Thieven of beaven. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. Just making up words. <laughs> Neither do I. Uh, well, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I got this week off, which is nice. Uh, I don't have to go back to work till next Friday, so I'm I'm very happy about that. Which is good. I'm gonna work on my content a little bit. Which I guess I fuck if we're gonna go talk like that. I'll just leap right into my takeaway. Which is uh, there are some changes coming to my YouTube channel, which is stuff that I'm gonna be working on this week. Um, if you follow my Facebook page, you, you might have seen that Slay the Spire was the, not the last, but, uh, the, the, pretty much the end of Complete or Delete in terms of it being a consistent and regular installment on my YouTube channel. Um, that's, that's nothing to say again. It's not that, like, I hated Slay the Spire so much that it would just be like, oh, I'm quitting forever. <laughs> no, it was a Slay the Spire. I actually did enjoy as a card battle, uh, card uh, deck building game. But um, for me, uh, I, I'm just finding that a my PC doesn't handle uh, a lot of the better games that are out there. It handles like the 8 bit and 16 bit games great, like all those old cell retro ones. But uh, newer games, not so much. So until I get the system upgraded, which will be a little while out, uh, it, it doesn't do any justice to even games like Hotshot Racing didn't really stream that well. So there's not much point. Um, and just I think I've found that I'm more of a console gamer. Uh, let's be honest, since I've made console gaming easier for us, well, quote-unquote console gaming easier for us, we've played a lot more in the last uh, several weeks. So uh, I'm, I'm just of the opinion that it's better for... Better content as well, uh, to work with Gassy Kevin yep. <laughs> a little bit more, and some other people to just generate more fun content that way. Um, the other thing I'm going to be doing is refocusing and doing more themed content. Uh, so uh, you'll see we have uh, April was actually a very good month for video game history, so we're going to be playing a lot of games that tie in with that. Um, for instance, on uh, the 6th, in a few days, you're, there's a re-edit of my Star Wars Republic Commandos episode uh, airing because the new version of the Republic Commandos game is being released on consoles, uh, which the next day will see me playing the console version and see if that made me any better at the game in any way, shape, or form. Um, hopefully, at least the game doesn't glitch out and cause one of my commandos to get stuck in a wall and make me not able to progress anyway, <laughs> which is what happened in the last one, so... <laughs> similarly there's some other games like i was mentioning kevin before we started uh there's an anniversary for cruising usa 64 uh so that's a game we can play super smash brothers 64 has an anniversary um so that's a game we want to play uh portal 2 as well so there's uh, lots of games that we're going to come up and there's more than that too so um 
basically the idea going forward is content is going to be more driven to what's going on in terms of new releases out there for movies and games, as well as uh, history in terms of anniversaries and things like that. Um, rather than me focusing on Humble Bundle and the Humble Choice games, which have become a little bit non-reliable in terms of release. So uh, that, that's it. Uh, so check that out. Look forward to seeing that. Uh, you're basically just going to get more Kevin uh, on the YouTube channel, as well as some more more relevant content, basically. So yeah. Awesome. That's my shameless self-plug yes. for the episode. Only if you can get me. Ha 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 No, for sure, for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's so easy. We, we literally get through, like, five games in an hour, like, two hours. So Yeah, and the nice thing about those is they split up a little bit nicer, too, into shorter episodes, uh, not only that are a little more digestible, but more entertaining, in my opinion, so... Um, it, it should be good. Like I say, we'll, uh, you'll be able to look for some of those episodes coming down the pike. Uh, like I say, look for Cruisin' USA is going to be the, the, the first, well, sorry, Star Wars Republic Commandos is the first anniversary episode, uh, which will be coming up on the 6th. And, uh, there's just going to be more April related content, including Pokemon Snap, um, like I say, Smash Brothers 64, uh, Diamond and Pearl, Pokemon Emerald, Okami, which I'm looking really forward to, Portal 2, lots of cool games that come up this month. So I'm looking forward to making this more geared content. So I hope you guys are too. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can make mine short and sweet. <laughs> I play Sea of Thieves. Yep. <laughs> How you do. You, cre- you, you, play, you play the hell out of Sea of Thieves. Um, yeah, we've been playing it a lot. Um, but we've been having fun with it, and like we've been trying to get everybody in. I know it's just been timing wise; we haven't been able to get you in. Um, yes, but admittedly, if I had planned and uh, you know figured out this month a little bit better, I probably would have had time to jump in today. But uh, yeah, sorry. Right. Well, we the thing is, is uh, we didn't even expect Nathan and or Noah to jump in. So uh, Adam and I had talked about doing the Tall Tales because they take a little bit longer, and so on and so forth so i was like all right saturday let's do it um mm-hmm. and then with that it just takes a bit like they like we played for even if you take out all the times that we kind of just went off on random tangents like to attack somebody or you know whatever the case may be i want to save six hours and we didn't finish the tall tale <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was a little surprised like because i I think when I went to go and stream, you were at like the three hour mark or so, or four hour mark probably. Right. And then I did my stream for an hour and a half or so, give or take, uh, a little shorter than I anticipated. And you were still going, and I was like, oh, well, good for him, awesome. And then I went and had dinner and shit, and like, that was another like three to four hours later, and I was like, oh, and he's still going. Well, I'm just, I'm going to do some editing and let Kevin know that I'm ready whenever he is. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> The thing is, so, like, Sea of Thieves, I had played and got when it first came out. And I, I, I'd i only played it, like, once, because I wanted to play with somebody, but, you know... Yeah, uh, that's the reason I haven't cracked it yet, yeah, too. I, I want to play with other people. The way some of my friends played games back in the day, it was just too hard to line up. It just didn't work. Um, so it just became this yeah. thing. Um, and then, the other day, it was like, who wants to play? And I'm like, I'm in. I'm down. Right, I have it. I've wanted to play it. I'm, I just need to double check that it's cross-platform. It is okay. Perfect. Mm. 
So we get in and we just start fucking around and we're having lots of fun. You know, within the two days, three days that we had played, I had already made like 400,000 gold. Um, and we had just done a crazy amount of shit. Um, you know, we got attacked by a kraken. We got in a fight with another crew. We had taken down a... Well, no. No, we did end up taking down a Meg within those three days. So we took down a Megalodon. <laughs> we had fought a pirate... Uh, or a skeleton lord. Um, which is just a... Or a pirate lord, I guess is what they're called. But they're, they're crazy yeah. skeleton people on islands. And they take forever to kill. And they're just crazy to fight. And we had done all that just in the three days. And, and, and that's... We hadn't even done a tall tale which a tall tale is, is <laughs> your journey of finding this treasure based off of this massive story that exists. And that's what we did today. And we did the one that like yeah. you can get by default. <laughs> yeah, the, this to me was like the, the treasure fighting missions from Wind Waker, but with other people and even longer. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to give a little breakdown. It's, it's, a, it's a little spoilery, but it's not that big a deal. Literally what it starts off is we, we talk to this guy that talks about the magpie and how it um, it had to it, it made its way to this shore of gold which is the whole point of this whole tall tale is getting to the shore of gold so the, the, the guy tells us kind of this little uh, story on you know how what the shore of gold is how it got there and so on and so forth and the ship sank so we go and we find the ship log to find out where it sank and then we go to the island that's there and then we end up finding this um, uh, scarab idol, which then we have to go to another island and put that in, and that opens a door, and then we have to fill, uh, like, do these like little puzzle thing, which then gives us the um, the shroud uh, shroud breaker, which is the whole reason we're even doing this. Then we take that back to the guy, and then the guy's like, "Oh, you found the shroud breaker, but it's missing the jewels that you need to do it." So then <clears throat> we're like, "Okay," <laughs> so then it sends us on this. Uh, situation to find um, Captain Bigsby, and she was she's you know she was the last person to know where it was and, and where the gems would be, but she's been cursed, so now she's a pirate lord and all that stuff. So we had to go and do all this track to find her. So we found her and killed her, and then when we killed her, <laughs> it, we got her her like cursed skull, and we took that to this lady who then like whispered into it to get memories, and then the memories were of people that she knew, so then we found the first lady, and we went to that lady and talked to her, and she's like, oh, I remember when I was a, a child, and she used to tell me all these stories, so then we had to go look through like a children's book, like drawings, to, fi yeah, I saw that. to figure out this thing, and they're awful, and they don't give directions and everything, and the, and the last one was backwards, Adam's like, I don't, I don't get it, why does it say... You know why is the treasure at the beginning and then tells us to go south and then I looked at it and I'm like oh we got to start from the the end of the page and work backwards and then we did that and then we got there and, and you know we got these treasures first and we were expecting treasures but it was just a key and then it was another key and then it was a chest and we opened these and it was just a piece of wood <laughs> and then the piece of wood we went to the island that we had to go to it's like where, a fucking Goonies adventure oh, God it was damn. Man, the piece of wood, and then Adam flipped it around by accident to, like, show me, and then on the back it said M10, so then we went to the map, and we found where it was on M10, and then we went to that island, and then we held the piece of wood up to, like, line the holes up with, like, how the rocks looked on the island, and then we dug up the treasure, and then that was her hat, and then the hat had a gem in it, so then we took the hat back to that lady, and then, she, you know, she gave the gem to the mystery man, so we have one gem down of the other two gems we need, and then we still have to go to the <laughs> gold shore, and that, that all took us six to seven hours. We're not even done. <laughs> It's a fucking real quest. Oh yeah, dude, it was, it was insane. It was insane. Uh, and again, we did. We That's fought cool. a mag somewhere in there. We fought a uh, uh, a skeleton pirate crew. 
you know, we, we did chase down a dude somewhere in there. Um, just a, a bunch of random shit, obviously, as well. But for the most part, we were following these clues and just like, all right, it says that, you know, there's a, a whatever, so we got to go figure out where this would be. And it's like, oh, this shows that it was in a cave. Can we find the cave? Yes, we found the cave, and then we found a book. But then the book didn't tell us anything, so we're like, well, why was the book here? And then we just kept digging, and then eventually we found the key. And <laughs> oh, Dude, it was a nightmare, but it was it's fun. Like, we, we had fun the entire time. Like, even when we finished, like... We probably would have kept playing if we we didn't go. We should probably stop. <laughs> <laughs> For the betterment of our health and the health of others, we we need to. End. Yeah, we'll we'll finish this <laughs> another time because in theory, it's probably going to take us another six to seven hours to finish it. Yeah, at least. And that's like if that's how long it took you to get one of three gems, then uh, yeah. Well, the 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 gem part only happened once we talked to the lady about going to get yeah. the like the children's book thing. Mm-hmm. Everything else yeah. up to that was finding the relic and then finding out where to even start finding the gems. And then now mm-hmm. each person is finding the gem. Crazy. And then going to that crazy island. But Good old rare. The, yeah. The, the game is fun. It is getting updates all the time now, too. Like, it's doing season passes, which is kind of fun. Um, so it's, it's doing season one right now, even though the game's been out for three years. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it seems like that's one of those games that need a little bit of a launching platform and a couple of years to get its feet under it to get really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and now is the time to jump on that one. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's <clears throat> literally been lots of fun, and we're just mm-hmm. having stupid times with it. I mean, the one night we just drank. Like, we literally went and bought rum and just drank. And acted <laughs> like pirates. I, I spent, like, 20 bucks on, like, a frilly white shirt and a bandana, and a foam sword, which I still have on my desk, and an eye patch, and a, all sorts of crazy shit. I, I bought a, you guys can hear it here, uh, I bought a, a recorder, because you can play instruments in the game, so that I was playing the instrument in real life. I had a hook, so then when I was getting subs, I would play with the hook for like two minutes on one of my hands, so I had to use the controller yeah. with a hook hand. Like, oh my! Yeah, we've just been having stupid times. With so, it. so there you go. If you're looking for the live fucking like stage show, Kevin and Sea of Thieves is where to be at. Oh yeah, we've, we're having a shit ton of fun with it. A shit ton. Yeah, yeah. I got your I got your history in in your current event, and Kevin's got the fucking live performance. Kevin is Hamilton on fucking Twitch. That's what Kevin is. Yeah. You best start believing in pirate stories. You're in one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a good fucking line. I don't care what anyone says. No, it is. It's 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 easily the best line in that whole movie. As much as oh, people are God, like, yeah. "Oh, I'm the Captain Jack. You never catch me." Whatever the case. No, the fact that like you must start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. And it's like, <gasps> yeah, so fucking good. It's good. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, this is, does kind of tie in. We Kevin and I talked a little while ago about. You know, we're going to focus a lot on Kevin's live streaming, and I'm going to focus more on my YouTube stuff, and that's just kind of where this natural evolution is gearing down to. So, uh, yeah, that, that's the main thing. So you can check me out, and then Kevin's got all this live stuff that's happening that's fucking really, really cool. Plus all of his merch. Don't forget, his fucking Kevin's got some sweet merch out there. I do, I do. It's a pretty basic logo, was my logo. But it is, it's, you know... Yeah, it's, it's, nothing, it's pretty cool, though. It's nothing crazy. It doesn't, you know, it, it's not... Um, super flashy or showy so it fits on a shirt nice without being too over the top mm-hmm. um and you know if you like swords and knights and that kind of stuff because that's you know how how i do mm-hmm. um, that's what it is 
Yeah, the BVVV logo is going to get a revamp soon to uh, mimic the fact that I have a beard and long hair and don't wear hats quite as often anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's coming down the pike probably by about May, I would assume. That's when that redesign will happen. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll be yeah. your test your test group. You, you'll show me and I'll go... Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, this one is going to be a little funnier than what this one, uh, the current one is, but uh, we'll we'll see again. Like uh, Kevin says, he's going to be my guinea pig on it, along with several other people, and that'll be coming sometime within the next month or so. Um, but that said, yeah, uh, basically, usually our takeaways aren't so ego-stroking, or for so long, but uh, that's, uh, that's what it is. Every now and again, we're allowed to self-promote. Yeah, and, so. and listen, we're having fun with it. We're not like... Oh, uh, you know, my stream, I've, you know, not many people, like, so if you guys could check it out and just, like, tell me what you think. No, fuck it. I know what it is, and it's fucking great, and if you want to have a fucking <laughs> yeah. good time, come watch it. And if you want some fucking crazy YouTube videos where Nate and I play some fucking stupid old-ass games and get mad at each other over nothing, go fucking watch the <laughs> YouTube videos, because it's funny as shit. Yeah, Our Godzilla exactly. Our Godzilla uh, Smash Bros. shit was funny, because the first match was, was so close, and then it wasn't anywhere near that the rest of the times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, our our Smash Brothers matches in general are funny because again, it's because it's a game that we're more evenly matched in too. So we have a tendency of getting more angry with each other on it, which is awesome. That's it. If it's a, um, if it's a game I know, Nate just goes, "I'll be lucky if I win one." And if it's a game that Nate really knows, like when it was Melee, I'm like, "I'll be lucky if I win one." But when when it's a game we're yeah. both good at, it's like I fucking swear to God, if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um and again we have a whole bunch of fucking more smash brothers videos coming too so uh it, it's great it, like, like i say everything is geared toward making things more fun for us and you that that's the whole point of the content that's coming down the pipe in the next few months so um it's all for you but it's also for us just more fun all around yes sir yes sir mm-hmm. i'm slapping my thighs just i want to let everybody know I'm just, <laughs> that's my thigh. My inner thigh, I'm just slapping it. <laughs> I had a sheer excitement. Yeah! I'm, I'm, I'm Slap them cheeks. This is a, th- a thigh slapping excitement. <laughs> Alright. Um, something I, I'm willing to slap my thigh at a little bit is trailers. Uh, we got a handful of trailers this week. Some of them good, some of them okay, some of them could be really interesting. Yeah, um, it, it was a bigger week for trailers than what we've had in a while. Um, well, we are starting to come into, obviously we're going to get into summer releases very soon, so a lot of stuff's coming out. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm just going to start at the top of our list because it kind of goes back and forth in a pretty decent oh, yeah, level. Oh yeah, so. Um, the first one I'm going to mention is we got the trailer for the, the second trailer, sorry, for the Bad Batch from Star Wars. Um, for those of you not familiar, the Bad Batch is a group of, uh, quote unquote defective or enhanced clones, depending on how you look at it, um, from the Clone Wars series that form a elite commando squad. Uh, and they all have different abilities. Like one is like super strong, but he's kind of dumb. Uh, if you're familiar with Echo from the Star Wars series, uh, I, that was actually the episode where the Bad Batch premiered. Um, he is part droid now. He's he's a cyborg and has the ability to slice uh, into machines. Um, so yeah, it, it's interesting. And originally, I wondered why you would do this. Like, I get that they're kind of this unique group amongst the clones, but. 
I never really saw a full series behind it, but apparently this now has been revealed to take place between, uh, during the Order of 60, uh, execution of Order 66, where the clones turned on the Jedi and fucking murdered all of them unceremoniously. During the Order of a number six uh, with a large fry and a... (laughs) (laughs) And a slaughter of all the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this made this a lot more interesting. Uh, I think, obviously, it probably the genetic defects of the Bad Batch probably allude to why they don't turn on everyone the same way. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, that makes it that much more interesting of a story. It gives us an opportunity to see Rex and Wolf and those other clones that avoided Order 66 uh, at the end of the newest season of Clone Wars, which we saw last year. Um, I'm sure we'll get to see some bridge stories there. This, this makes it a lot more interesting. Uh, the other thing is we see a young child that yeah. seems to come under the protection of the Bad Batch. Uh, I'm curious. I, this might be a Force-sensitive child, maybe? maybe. Um, it, clearly some kind of royalty or, you know, part of the politicians from the Senate of some kind, maybe. But uh, we do see it use... Uh, a weapon used by the Night Sisters traditionally, which is the laser bow and some other things. So maybe maybe this kid is a force user as well. Who knows? Yeah, I, Fucking Disney's doing crazy shit. So that they are, that they are. Nose is itchy. That they are. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm intrigued with this show. It for sure. I mean, it uh, it looks fun. It looks like it's gonna give us more information. And again, that that kind of bridging the gap or that extra that extra information that we don't really fully have. Um, yeah, will be nice to get. I like this story of the transition with Order sixty six. I I like the notion that there are clones like Rex and Wolf and the Bad Batch that were not subject to it, mm-hmm. and the conflict that happens there because that is a big part of what we saw with the Clone War series was developing that character that all of the clones are different people. They're not just this like fucking hive mind version of Jango Fett. They are different individual human beings. Yep. Um, that all have their own emotions and their own motivations and their own desires and um, wills. So uh, this would be very cool. I also hope that this fills the gap on Gregor's story as well. Um, and for those of you, again, not familiar with the Clone Wars story, Gregor was a clone commando uh, who, during a mission, lost his memory and wound up uh, alone on this planet. That then he was then rescued. He he wakened. He got his memories back uh, during a mission uh, with some droids and whatnot. Uh, and the last time we saw him, he was we assumed he died. You know, uh, allowing for the escape of this clo- this uh, this Republic general. But then we see him later on in um um oh god damn it Ezra and all of them. <laughs> Whatever that second animated series was, uh, with the Phoenix Squad and everything, uh, and then he's back. So we never really saw how he got from being pinned down, being shot out on a planet, to living on a desert world with Rex and some of the other clone refugees. So uh, I, I'm hoping we get to see that bridge in there as well. Yeah, yeah. One thing I thought was a little interesting too is that um, they're even tying characters in from something like The Mandalorian because Fennec was in it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and that uh, the other thing that I really love is it looks like Tarkin plays a very big role in yes. this as well. Yeah, that does cool. uh, Peter Cushing's character, uh, who is he, he again? What, at the end of the day, this is one of the characters that Darth Vader respected and didn't fuck with. 
yeah. <laughs> throughout the series. Like, uh, so Tarkin, whenever he's on screen, he's like Thrawn. He, he, Thrawn, he, he commands a certain degree of respect when hees on screen, even animated. So yes, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. All right. Next trailer. Oh, it comes out May 4th as well on Disney Plus. Yes. So May the 4th be with you. Ha 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 ha. So on and so forth. Um, next trailer. Suicide Squad, or The Suicide Squad to be exact. Um, yes. This trailer surprised me quite a bit. Because <coughs> mm-hmm. it comes out swinging right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and it, it sold me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, regardless of what you think about the previous two Harley Quinn installments and everything, uh, this movie looks like it is swinging for the fences, and it looks like it's going to be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I think it helps that, again, having James Gunn on something like this is, is helpful. You know, he, he knows how to do a misfit um, story, and that's literally everybody in this is... Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. it's the I, I always consider him kind of... Yeah, I consider him to be like a modern day Guy Ritchie. Like he he is very good at telling these interwoven stories of individual characters who have a lot of a lot of punch in and of themselves, but also have to come together into one big story arc. Uh, and and that's pretty much what we see in this. And obviously, some characters are going to be more throwaway than others, but it still looks like everything's going to be pretty entertaining. Um. Yeah, yeah, the, the trailer is funny. This is a handful of moments that just make yeah. me laugh. Um, <laughs> if this entire beach was covered in dicks and someone told me that to eat those dicks was the only way to protect liberty, I would eat every one of those dicks. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? <laughs> yeah, John Cena's character is hilarious. Uh, even the yeah. beginning where they're trying to, like, rescue harley quinn and then you know they're like doing all this this crazy shit to get it already and she's like what are you guys doing and it's like we're here to rescue you oh that's so cute we had we had this big plan like well you could still do it i'll go back in like that's patronizing yeah um uh polka dot man it's like sounds like a suicide mission we could die oh i hope so (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> um, the uh uh fuck king shark too just hand yeah, that's your hand num num yeah. at the end <laughs> too eats the guy at the at the end too he's just gnawing on the skull and then we get that uh, spoiler alert that little glimpse of starro and he's just like just chewing and then he's just like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love that. I'm so happy that Starro is going to be in this. Oh, yeah, for I sure. hope that he's Jaro by the end. Oh, that, that, that so there is a Jaro situation? Yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be great. Just a little tiny version of him in a jar. <laughs> that would be great. Um, but yeah, also the, the surprise that came from that is, is nobody knew, but King Shark is voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, it literally, he just, like, apparently James, James Gunn just asked him. He's like, will yep. you will you be the voice of uh, King Shark? And then it's like, what's that? It's like, it's just a shark man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> There's no problem with that. Right? <laughs> this is less than I knew about Star Lord. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, excited. It's something that you know, y- you take the wins in DC when you can get them, and this seems like it'll be a win. Yeah, it, it, don't get me wrong, it could be a shit show and everything. The trailers for the other two movies look great too, but uh, this one I have a lot more faith behind. Just 
just in the person behind it and general execution. Yeah, well, I think the thing uh, is, is I, like, I don't mind the first Suicide Squad, and I didn't think the trailers for yeah. whatchamacallit were that great. Um, Harley yeah. Quinn and the shit show of a movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't good. But so I don't think the first Suicide is bad. It's just not great. Um, it's like a TV mm-hmm. movie. Like If, if, it's, on movie, agree, if yeah. it's on TV, I would watch it. Um, yeah, if it had came on after Nick Fury, Agents of Shield, like it would have made sense. Yes. But, um, but uh, one of those things and, where and Birds of Prey we talked about it was there was a good movie buried somewhere within shitty editing and shitty storytelling and weird acting choices and yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Weird. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but but this this I don't think has anything to prove really, and it just needs to be no. fun while being an action movie. And I think, yeah, based exactly. off of what we've seen, it's probably going to do that. And, and again, it's they could do whatever they want because most of these fucking people are no names. Like most of them, nobody knows that much. Like if you were to ask the average person, yeah. even if they're a Batman fan, what Polka Dot Man's powers are, they would probably mm-hmm. have absolutely no idea. And his powers are no, exactly. dumb as shit, anyways. I throw dots and they become fist or saw blades or whatever the other fucking thing that they turn into is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's the same thing. And Peacemaker is a ridiculous concept in and of itself. It's, it's kind of one that I'm happy is on screen. Someone is so dedicated to peace that he would literally fucking murder men, women, and children to obtain it. Yeah. Like, a ludicrous concept for people who like characters like the Punisher and shit like that. Like, it, it, yeah, it, there's commentary characters and then there's just throwaway characters that are fucking going to be there for hilarity's sake and it, it looks like it's just going to be fun. That's it. Like, if, you, if you try to tell me that Weasel and Thinker don't kill each other, I'll, like, I'll be surprised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, uh, that brings us around to uh, another movie. I didn't really look at the... This is probably the most I've seen about this because I've tried not to look at too much of it. Um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, but we got the the official trailer for Space Jam: The New Legacy. Um, and I, I, I don't, I, I don't know what we watched, Kevin. I, I, don't, I, I don't really either. understand I don't, I don't, what it's trying to do. No, I think the part that confuses me the most is somewhere near the end. Don Cheeto goes, "This is the Space Jam," and I'm like, "What? There's no nothing of this has to do with space." We're in, no. we're in a computer world, from what I understand. Yeah, exactly. And th- this is the other thing. So, movie one, again, like, the plot makes no fucking sense, but at least it's simple. Toon world exists outside of our world as its own dimension. It comes under danger because of fucking alien invaders, and so they suck Michael Jordan into Toon world in order to help save them. Mm-hmm. Cut and dry. You know, it, it's does it make sense scientifically fuck no but at least it's simple it works this is plot layer on plot layer on plot layer like they're lebron james and his son get sucked into a fucking matrix computer by the look of it server world is what it's called (laughs) yeah and then apparently toon world exists inside server world in some capacity and lebron gets sent there to compile his team of losers to apparently fight the basketball game against Don Cheadle's fucking superhero Fantastic Four team. Yeah, Goon Squad, I think is what they were calling this one. Yeah. Uh, instead of the Monstars, which, which you know. There seemed to be a small hint at Monstars, because when he's pulling the lever, it did look like it went past them on the list yeah. of going yeah. to Tomb World. True. Um, and yeah, and then, like, 
it, it has the style that you would have expected for like a little bit where we see the traditional 2d animation of the Looney tunes you're like oh that's cool and then literally as i thought to myself i thought there were articles that said this was supposed to be 3d that's when the transition happens and i'm like well this was not necessary yes when Le- and then iron giant comes out for some reason and yeah i like um, and i get that those were lebron's joke choices for his ideal fantasy team but like i they, why are you trying to ready player one this well, i'm well, that confused is what they do because they fly past game of thrones world when he's like falling i don't Toon world he flies past game of thrones world <laughs> like i don't know why this i don't know why it's trying to be wreck it ralph that's what i don't understand yeah uh, like i i get that racket ralph was popular and it was good but I don't understand why this movie is trying to be that when all when it had an established universe that it could have just had a threat bigger than the Monstars and then maybe they team up with the Monstars. Right. Maybe the threat and was like, CG animation. <laughs> yeah, right? And you could have done 2D versus CG. This would have been a great movie to fucking explore that and have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. But no, they just... They didn't shit the bed, and they did not shit the bed. I don't know what to say. Yeah, th- this is one that we won't know until we see the movie. There's just no way to know, like, what to expect. Yeah, like, I'm not, and, and again, I'm not saying that LeBron James looks like he's doing a terrible job. Like, he's doing at least as good a job as the other basketball players did in Space Jam. Like, in terms of conveying motion and everything. Yep. Like, it is what it is. But, like, yeah, I, I just don't know. This seems so weird. Like, I... Yeah. I'm going to have to do the watch this, and then I'm going to have to watch it with kids as well, after watching the original Space Jam with them, to uh, see if there's any sort of... If I'm missing something, if I'm the asshole. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Like, obviously some of it comes down to nostalgia, but, but again, the, the thing is, it, it wasn't... Like, if the movie is for children, why did it have a Game of Thrones world? Yeah, that's a good, very good point. If, if it's not, if, if if it's if it's for our generation, then it's just trying to do every nostalgia thing in the book to get us to like it, which for some people yeah. will work instantly. Will work. Bruce messaged me literally before I got on here, and his statement was, his statement was, I just watched the first Space Jam sequel trailer, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> so I mean, he's in the there same boat as us. I just, yep. I, I just like. The part for me is is the the whole clearly it's like in the internet or some shit yeah or just like and like again and especially when we've seen that with Ready Player One and Wreck It Ralph I don't know why we're taking that avenue again I get again I get it like kids in the internet and they're all technological nowadays yeah with their iPads and their their phones and their their doohickeys but. Yeah, in in their yeah. they're still live in the real world, and they don't actually live in the internet. They live on the yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we, we'll I, see. I mean, it's Ryan Coogler, so in theory, it should be okay. Um, yeah, and I mean, like nothing about the effects look bad. Like animation all looks good. I I shit a little bit on the three D element of it and whatnot, but the three D animation looks good. It's a good translation of Looney Tunes to a three D animation. Mm-hmm. Like it's not bad. Uh, would it be my preference? No, but fucking, you can also chalk that up to being an old man. So like, it yeah. it it doesn't look bad. So I I can't say anything along those lines. 
like I say, I just gave props to the fact that maybe these are the best instances of LeBron James's acting we'll ever see is in that commercial, but he didn't do a horrible job. So we'll see. Uh, literally, my, my worst takeaway from the trailer is the fact that uh, Granny kicks in the ball, and that that's that you're not allowed to you're not allowed to hit the ball with your foot. <laughs> it's called kicking the ball. That's very true. It's literally yeah, very true. It, it literally yeah. a turnover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. For the most part, it looks good. Uh. I like that they've toned Lola down a little bit. She's not quite a furry fucking fantasy anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Eh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Again, it could it could be fine. It's just this trailer was so much to take in at once, and maybe that stuff that we're seeing is literally two parts of the movie, which is him going to the planet, and then everyone who shows up for the game. But instead of just being Looney Tunes characters this time, it's or and people, it's everybody yeah. from. I also I also thought that Toon World was T O O N. I, maybe that's just me. I, that's what I always thought, but um, maybe I'm wrong. See, I always thought that too, but then Looney Tunes is T-U-N-E. Oh, uh, okay. Right? All right, so, fair enough. Uh, I'm assuming. I, I, it's it's that Fruit Loop situation, because I don't know if you know, but... Maybe maybe I'm thinking Roger Rabbit versus yes. actual Looney Tunes. Maybe. Um, but I don't, I don't know. It's a Fruit Loop situation, because Fruit Loop is spelled F-R-O-O-T-L-O-O-P-S. Yes. <laughs> Because things are fucked. <laughs> well, that was clearly a legality thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not fruit. fruit. We can't yet. call it fruit. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> call it That's it. the Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> My fruit cup has a bone in it, and it's spelled F-R-O-O-T. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so I forgot to check when that was coming out. Um, do you know? Sooner than we thought. It's 2021. Uh, I know that much. I yeah. just backspace because I'm an idiot. Space Jam. It is coming out July sixteenth. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's for Canada. I can't guarantee that's the same as everywhere else because King Kong was a different date. But in theory, yeah. that is when it's going to come out. Um, so woohoo! Mm-hmm. It's not that far away. So um, a nice little summer, maybe blockbuster. Who knows? <laughs> It'll be a summer movie. That's without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, and that sits us over to uh, Rick and Morty season five trailer. Woo! Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we're getting more Rick and Morty because. Uh, yeah, uh, typically this this is nice because usually we have to wait about a year in between year, seasons. One year was like three years. If no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan Armand, Justin Roiland are not known for their expedience, but uh, from what they've said, due to the pandemic, uh, they have been able to just basically fucking sit in locked rooms and create. Mm-hmm. So we got season five in record fucking time. Yep. We actually got it the year after season four premiered. Right. So I also think it uh, helped this time, too, that they were... Because before they were waiting to be renewed every time. But this time they were... Yes. Last time they got renewed, it was for specifically like 70-some-odd episodes, which is like three seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... So this is nice. Uh, also, I think Dan Harmon is in better, or uh, not Dan Harmon. Uh, no, Dan Harmon. Yeah, he's in a better place, like personally, right now too. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: If you didn't know, uh, the end cards uh, for Rick and Morty directly reflect his life. Yep. <laughs> so uh, season one, like he's happy with his wife on the couch, and then like season two, like he's drinking alone with the animals like flying around him, and then more recently, again, he's in really like happy again. So yeah. that. 
they've said has uh, contributed a lot. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's awesome. Um, season four ended really fucked. It'll uh, this is gonna be like I think the season is self destruction for Rick, um, because last season ends kind of with him losing his place in the family without too much. That doesn't spoil anything for you. I know you haven't seen it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. Perfect. Fuck. I took my headphones out, so I have no idea what you said. <laughs> oh, excellent. Oh, yeah, I didn't say anything that would spoil anything for you anyways. Um, it's fine. I was yeah. like, I was like, he's, he's, he's going to say it, so I just took it out, and then I moved it, so all I heard was, and then you stopped, so I assumed you were done. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I didn't say anything to spoil it. Um, yeah, it, you get to see a fun evolution of Rick in Season 4, and it's going to be cool to see the aftermath of that in Season 5. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, so surprise! I didn't watch this because I still haven't watched season four yet. So, um, yeah, but uh, I know the trailer which is rude yeah. to anything. I just you know better be safe than sorry. Sometimes when especially something I actually kind of I enjoy because for me, Rick and Morty is the continuation of Futurama. Uh, yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, it is the next stage of humor from that series. It's one of the reasons why I went back and watched Futurama after I had done Rick and Morty a couple times. So I'm just like, ah, eh, well, I'm gonna go out and watch this. Uh, that's the other nice thing you'll find about Rick and Morty. It's easy to rewatch, even though, um, it just it's the shortness of it. In it, it, I don't know. It's one of those series I actually don't get tired of watching again, and just putting on in the background. So, yeah, perfect. Um, that's hopefully, we get more Mister Poopy Butthole. Hopefully, I mean, you'll definitely get more Mister Poopy Butthole, but hopefully, we get more after that. Yeah, yeah, I knew what you meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our last trailer, um, again, like I said, this was a trailer-heavy day with a lot of stuff in it, is a, uh, a film that's not really comic book related or nerddom, but uh, it's a new film by Guy Ritchie, starring Jason Statham, which I think, you know what, uh, the last movie, uh, Kevin and I, I think we both went and saw that, didn't we? With uh, Yes, um, yeah, yeah I, it, wow, I can't remember what it was called, but yes. Yeah, uh, uh, the gentleman. Yes, the gentleman. Um, yes, we, that was, we went and saw that. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah, and it was it was fantastic. We we, we love that movie, and this is a new one with Jason Statham, and this is called Wrath of Man. Um, this is Guy Ritchie doing definitely a more action driven movie. Yes, whatever. Which is cool. Like he he's always puts a little bit of action in it. Obviously, like Jason Statham is a recurring character in a lot of those movies. Same with Vin Jones and um, some other more actiony guys. And there's always some good fight scenes and stuff in those movies. Uh, this though, this is. This is like John Wick action for Guy Ritchie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. This is Jason Statham like transporter, not fucking around kind of stuff. So uh, it, it'll be that kind of level of storytelling in that level of action. Um, and that's the other nice thing I like about this. This trailer clearly there's a a nice winding story for that too. Uh, it's not just the typical revenge story. There's a nice little curve that goes in with that as well. So. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to be really entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it, it'll be uh, a fun time to sit down and watch and, and, you know, cheer along while some crazy action is happening, for sure. It's obviously, story is... Story is not the most important part in action movies normally, but if Guy Ritchie has anything to say about it, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm sure something more yeah. interesting will happen than what you expect to happen. Yeah, um, just like I was saying before we started recording, I think this is clearly, again, him taking a little bit of a break. And focusing more on action sequence than maybe story, but there's still going to be good story there for sure. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Someone um, who's good at telling a story can't not do it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, like, uh, the, the worst Guy Ritchie movie is still a great movie. Yeah. Like, uh, that's all there is to it. Yeah, exactly. So, you can't, can't complain. It should be a fun time for anybody who likes action movies. If you like if you like any of the three things, if you like Jason Statham, if you like action movies, or you like Guy Ritchie, you, you're, there'll yeah. be something here for you. Yeah, the easiest thing for this one is just check out the trailer. Like, it, if it has everything, like, Guy Ritchie meets the Transporter. That's the best way I can describe that to you. Um, it just looks intense. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, it'll be a good time. Perfect. Can't remember when that one's coming out, but uh, mm. relatively soon. I figure that out for you. Five. it, I've gone to Twitter somehow. Uh, and that, uh, that's at Rick and Morty is coming out in June, by the way. Season 5 has been confirmed. So. That one I didn't. Uh, we're we're only uh, we're only two months away from that. Um. Well, now I'm confused. All right, let me figure this Wrath of Man shit out, because the only date it gave me was the Netherlands, and it's already out. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, July seventeenth. Ah, there you go. So again, relatively soon. Yep. A little bit longer away, but yeah. I mean, it definitely makes a hell of a lot more sense than fucking March third. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That man, that was one of my challenges going through because I'm trying to do that more like directed content, right? And I'm looking through and just like, okay, what well, one of these are Japanese releases? What of these are like Netherlands releases? What of these are like I released in Australia today? I'm just gonna focus on North America, unless it's like a major franchise that I want to appreciate the actual genuine birth of, like Fire Emblem this month. Um, I'm not going to say I'm going to play the original Fire Emblem game, because that might be difficult with translations and whatnot, but I'm going to play a Fire Emblem game on the 20th, because... Smart. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, that means, uh... This just in! It's the news! Tills! Not so much news, but mostly reviews this week. We got two newses. Yeah, we got two newses, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll just lead off with those. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Uh, I'll let you lead this one because that was the one that you grabbed. Yeah, I wrote that when we were doing Donkey Kong or uh, King Kong stuff like a week and a half ago. Um, (laughs) Disney Disney Plus greenlit uh, a National Treasure series. So based off of the Nicolas Cage movies Mm -hmm. Um, uh, for 10 episodes. And the main character is going to be called uh, Jess Morales. And mm-hmm. Latina, obviously. But they haven't cast an actress yep. yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've only given those light story details, which, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm cool. Uh, National Treasure, in general, was kind of like a modern-day Indiana Jones, but on American soil, which is a, a fascinating concept, because, you know, America has its own hidden history and everything, even though being a relatively new nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and those were fun movies. The Illuminati, those are all fun concepts to explore. And I think taking in direction without Nicolas Cage is probably a good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if you want to put it on something like Disney Plus. I don't, not that I don't think he could do it again, but if you're going to do that, just make another movie. Yeah, exactly. You, you may as well use that star power and that utter flamboyance on the screen to that potential. Um... I, I I feel like Nicolas Cage is one of those actors who just has so much energy that he's still like a solid few decades away from resigning himself to television. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't even. <laughs> it's not like David Duchovny where he was just like, "I'm good. 
I'll, I'll go to TV now. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I would like want it. to see him on TV ever. And that's not that's not anything against. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a supernatural buddy cop or something along those lines where Nick Cage could slide into. Okay, that that part is fair, I suppose. That that'll. Mm -hmm. But as a whole, uh, kind of like how you never would have thought that Rain Wilson would have done like a detective show and pulled it off in that respect, but he did. Well, he Can't remember what it was called, but it was actually entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> he played like a massively alcoholic detective to the point where... Oh, no, wait, I'm thinking of a different show now, but no, the Rain Wilson was still good. Anyways. I think it worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yes. I, it's one of those... National Treasures is, a, is a, a franchise that you should easily do more with, even if even if you yeah. change the country or change the person or, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, if you want to do one... Two movies was an underuse of it, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like... Um, it, it's along the lines of Uncharted. That's the, that's the kind of thing that I put it with. Mm -hmm. um, a classic adventure tale that, you know, uh, treasure finding, treasure seeking. Uh, Sahara was another movie that was kind of like that for me. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it, there's... It's a heist movie without the redundancy. I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess it still is, but I don't know. It's just, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It, the main know. thing is it's fun. Right? Yeah. If, uh, it, There's a reason we love Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider and shit. <laughs> no, you're right. Well, not... Yeah. <laughs> not maybe some of the Tomb Raider movies, but, like, the concept of, you know, Mystic and, you know, finding that artifact and that adventure archaeology. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, without a doubt. So, when that comes out, yeah. uh, I'm sure that we'll watch it and or talk about how we oh, should yeah. be watching it. <laughs> one or the other, yeah. That usually lands on one side or the other. Either one of us is watching and is like, why haven't you watched it yet? Yeah, exactly. I'm getting there. <laughs> yes, sir. That's almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Alright. Um, the next one is to do with more... Uh, where DC is killing it. Yeah, Which is uh, let's be honest, DC has never stopped killing it in this genre. Um, it, their live action is muddied at best, but uh, their animated universe, that shit's tight. Yes. And uh, it's about to get tighter, because they're going to bring one of the classic storylines, and they're going to beat fucking Hollywood to it. Uh, they're going to do the long Halloween. And... Uh, if, if you are a fan of these movies, then you're going to get to be happy because there's an actor who's going to come full circle to play Batman, and that's Jensen Ackles. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, he, he played the Red Hood, a.k.a. Jason Todd, in the uh, Under the Red Hood movies. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the movie that's been out since, like, 2005. Spoiler. And the character that's been around since, like, 1999. <laughs> Eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he did an amazing job at that. Um, Under the Red Hood, you should definitely go and check out before you watch Long Halloween, uh, because it is one of the best DC animated movies. It's one of the best DC movies, period. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. Whenever I tell yeah. someone to go, well, I'm more so the animated, because I like that you kind of have to sell people in animated things more than live action normally. Yeah, um, very true. Literally, Under the Red Hood is like, if you need to see just one, if I was to say just one, because the story is standalone yeah. enough 
that you don't need to know backgrounds on most of these characters, that's the movie you need to go watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it if even you only know that Robin was Dick Grayson, there's there's enough information that's given to you that you, that it gives you everything you need. Um, it's one of those few animated movies where you could take most of the voice acting cast and you could you know play with ages and do a live action version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Neil Patrick Harris does a fantastic Dick Grayson. Yes, sir. Uh, Nightwing. Uh, like I say, Jensen Ackles plays Jason Todd the Red Hood. Um, that was, I think, the early days of Jason O'Mara playing yes. Batman, um, which he was then shouldering the burden of taking over for Kevin Conroy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and was doing a great job, like, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, he was doing a great job. Terrifying to think about as a, as a person to do that, oh, but God, yeah, he did yeah. a great job. Like, big shoes to fill. And then, uh, concordantly, you also had John DiMaggio taking on the Joker, uh, and his primary job to that was Bender on Futurama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently we uh, are wrong though. It is it was Bruce Greenwood in that one, but oh really? Yeah. Okay. E- either way, he he is now doing a great job being Batman in these animated movies. <laughs> that very true. Yeah, still big shoes to fill no matter what you were. Yes. W- what uh, for him? Uh, and it was just fantastic. So this is going to be really great seeing Jensen Ackles come full circle back around to being Batman in the Long Halloween. Uh, also, it's kind of a fun nod with him being supernatural, being the largest part of his career for the last 20 years yes. <laughs> uh, doing the long Halloween as the, the first story, which is really cool. Um, I think this is going to be his second four way. Now that supernatural is done. He's also going to be playing um, uh, soldier boy in uh, the newest season of uh, the boys. Yeah. Um, you blew my I kept mind. thinking us agent, but I was thinking, yeah, uh, you said soldier boy. And I was like, like, Soldier Boy, tell him. Yeah, like I, I almost. <laughs> yeah, and then I almost said U.S. Agent too. Yeah, because <laughs> just from us watching fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now all I can imagine. Uh, now all I imagine is Jensen Eccles playing, literally Soldier Boy, like, <laughs> like Superman them hoes, but he's like super mm-hmm. black faced for some. They let it slide for some reason. And just like that's who he's playing. I'm just, it's, I can't unthink it now. It's all I can see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is great. Like obviously, Supernatural has its own like super devote fan base. I used to be part of that. I I skipped the last season. I'll get around to it eventually. It kind of did a Dexter thing for me, and I'm just I got wore out. But I've never seen a single episode. I, um, I think it depends. If you're into cryptids and you know. Uh, that kind of thing, it it gets you with that, and then by the time it stops being about cryptids and hunting monsters and becomes more about angels and demons and everything, you're hooked, and then you're, you're fucked, so that's kind of just how it goes. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a very self-aware series, and it's great, and Jensen Ackles has been fucking awesome in it the entire time, and obviously it's paid his bills and everything, and it's great to now see that come to an end and him get to do other things. So uh, it's I'm going to be looking forward to looking at these two roles and what comes from it. So uh, long Halloween in general, I've been looking forward to. Uh, this also brings up a question to me: Did you know they were doing new DC showcases? No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so aside, so we'll do this as a, as a separate piece of news. Uh, outside of the original DC showcase episodes, which were four shorts featuring Catwoman, um, Superman, Shazam. 
Green Arrow, Green Arrow and Black Canario, and the, Spectre. Uh, the Spectre. Oh, and Jonah Hex. Sorry, yeah. there was five. Yeah. Um, they they're doing new ones. Uh, so Phantom Stranger is one of them. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Commandy, the Last Boy on Earth, which is actually coming out this month. Nice. Uh, Phantom Stranger, I think, is already out because uh, I watched it. I was able to. Um, and I'm trying to remember what the other ones were now. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up. But... Uh... Nope. 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 Oh, uh, that already came out. Already came out. Adam Strange is another one. Either way. At the end of the day, what we're telling you is if you haven't watched a... a if, I mean, you're crazy not to it, but if you haven't watched a DC animated movie, you're doing something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, these DC showcases that we just talked about, they're great because they're about 20 minutes long and they give you this really hardcore look at these characters, a lot of which are very obscure. Um, there's some of which are fairly obscure, like Phantom Stranger and Inspector and Jonah Hex, uh, but just on a really great level. Um, Thomas Jane played Jonah Hex in this one. Um, yep. yeah, uh, like I say, I, there is a fourth one that I, I, I just can't place right now, but yeah, Adam Strange, uh, Phantom Stranger and, um, Commandy are the ones that are the most recent. Uh, Commandy hasn't even come out yet. It'll come out at the end of the month, but yeah. Um, they're great little snippets. Uh, so yeah, uh, and as we were saying, DC animated in general, check that shit out. Fucking good times. Yes, sir. Uh, we might as well talk about the one I haven't seen first. Uh, that's <laughs> it for news. Now we're just straight up reviews on things that we've yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you might as well because I still haven't watched it yet. I kind of I kind of figured this was going to be a Wandavision scenario for you. <laughs> uh, no, the problem is I haven't watched anything. This I, I haven't even watched the newest Falcon Winter Soldier yet. Um, oh, okay. it, literally, I just haven't had time yet between yesterday, um, well, because we're back in lockdown. So between yesterday going to have Easter and just the rest of my week being busy and then also biting fucking a chunk of my tongue off yesterday, which was fun, um, which I haven't, Ooh, haven't brought up, but it's it, not a huge chunk, but it, it, I bled a lot. Your tongue bleeds a lot. FYI. Um, I already mm-hmm. knew that because I, it is I, a I bit too big sack of muscle yeah. before, um, <laughs> it, it, it heals itself quick enough, but it, it's not fun while it's mm-hmm. bleeding. I just haven't gotten a chance. It is it is on my. I want to watch it this week. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. And also because I've been talking to Kevin about this series for fucking ever. Yeah, like. Uh, and I've been talking about this cartoon forever because it's been, it, it's been years in development, almost three years I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's definitely been since before we I became the regular co-host of the podcast. Yes. Um. Because I think I talked to Corey about this series at one point. Um. Yeah, uh, and this was, uh, we finally, finally got the premiere of Invincible on Amazon Prime. Uh, those of you not familiar, uh, this is from the mind of Robert Kirkman, so if you love The Walking Dead, uh, he is the creator of that franchise, and thusly this one. And this is Robert Kirkman's superhero series. Uh, he's got a few of them out there. He actually created a very cool universe. He tried to unite the image universe at one point in a cool crossover, but... The other creators are a little flakier and whatnot, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, 
and this is fantastic. This is him taking a very real world look at superheroes. So if you like that, the the real conversations that are in Walking Dead and that real world approach to zombies, he takes that over to superheroes. Um, this is what deconstructing superheroes is. This is looking at their motivations and what makes them weak and what makes them strong and what makes them break and things. Not like Zack Snyder likes to try to do by showing us superheroes just doing cool, extreme things for the sake of the fact that they're the opposite of what they would normally do. Extreme! Yeah, this is taking moments like that that are very intense and very extreme, like fucking killing Zod, but it gives purpose behind it and it gives understanding as to why a moment like that could happen and uh especially with the way the tv show works actually uh the the tv show is doing a very good job of differentiating between uh the dichotomy of that that what our ideal of good is and what good actually is and the line in between it so it's very well constructed um we're at uh four episodes i think now or five episodes um and just, I'm blown away by how great it's done. Uh, it's faster paced than what the books are. Uh, you've achieved in this many episodes what it took about 12 issues of the comics to achieve. Um, so you can imagine waiting for that bi-weekly versus what we've gotten week to week right now. Uh, my one thing I would say, it's maybe not quite as funny as what the, the books are. Not to say that there's not some room for some of those funnier moments to come in yet. But um, it has all the intensity is there, 100%. Uh, 120%. <laughs> it's just really good. Um, I realize I'm doing a lot of the talking here, but that's just because Kevin isn't as <laughs> with the series enough. as I am right now at this point. Yeah. His costume is um, yellow and blue and black. Yeah. Uh, to give you uh, a little bit of spoilers and a little bit of background, basically the, this follows kind of a combination of the, the Spider-Man and the Superman story arc. Um, you have Omni-Man, who is the older superhero, who is a being from another planet who has come to Earth to, quote-unquote, aid mankind and, you know, be be the better person. And his son is Invincible, uh, who is like the Jonathan Kent, almost, who, who gains his powers as a teenager and needs to start learning how to use them in order to become a hero. Uh, what we're starting to see in the TV series is that maybe that alien species may be not as altruistic as it could be, and we're starting to see the difficulties that come with being a hero in the realities. Um, one of the first scenes you see with Invincible, not to give too much away, is he, he encounters an alien invasion where people are getting shot and dying all around him. And that's, that's as a 17-year-old, that's the first thing he sees as a superhero. So it, it really gives some very cool, in-depth looks at what the reality, quote-unquote, would be. Um, so you get these teenage superhero elements that you got from Spider-Man, that, that identifiability of just someone who doesn't know what the fuck is going on throughout all this, um, and trying to find their way. But you also get these fantastic Superman elements, where you are really dealing with these cosmic-level threats that are just massive. Um, so very, very cool in that respect. Um... Uh, and in terms of what the TV show does, like I say, it, it expedites a lot of this, these relationships. Um, I'll say one thing it's done a great job of is casting. is fantastic. J.K. Simmons plays Omni-Man, uh, who is Mark Grayson's father, Nolan. Uh, he's our Superman allegory, and he is that alien. And J.K. Simmons, as you know, uh, he doesn't just crush it in the comic universe, he crushes it everywhere, but this is the guy who's now been Commissioner Gordon. Uh... 
J. Jonah Jameson. The yellow uh, yeah, peanut yeah. M&M. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. We talked about that last time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking yeah, like this is a, this is a guy and like Archer. Like there's even like the episode of Archer where he's as himself and everyone just is just flabbergasted because like, you're J.K. Simmons. You're the best. And like, yeah, because he is kind of. <laughs> uh, and he just he brings it as this character. Um, uh, Sandra O oh plays his wife, um, uh, and she uh, again she's more common in, like more romantic settings and everything. But Sandra O oh is a fantastic actress, um, and I believe what's his name Young uh, Sam. Oh God, he played Glenn. Fuck yeah, I don't know. What I'm saying, but yes, Glenn. He's my favorite part of. Why well, he was. Yeah, uh, Steven. Sorry, Steven Yen. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays Mark, uh, which is fantastic, and he does a fantastic job. I, initially, I thought he was Tito from The Weekenders, because <laughs> <laughs> that voice actor is all over your fucking uh, like comic book stuff, right? Yeah. But uh, when I looked at, it, I was like, "Oh, that's Steven Yen. That's that's awesome." So again, that Robert Kirkman connection, obviously everyone's favorite survivor from Walking Dead. Uh, but yeah, and he just does a great job. And this is another thing where um, they've done a race bend from the comics as well. And we've talked about this a few times that there's a lot of characters in the superhero universe that you can change the race and it just doesn't fucking matter. And if anything, it adds more to the character. Uh, and this was one of them. So now um, Mark is Asian-American. Or Asian-Viltramite. <laughs> rather than uh, just straight-up white. Which they haven't really done a lot of detail on or anything, but like again, it, again, you don't necessarily have to. It's an easy race bend that you can do to make other people feel more included, and you didn't really have to do anything, right? right. We talked about that with Spider Man and Superman, some other characters. Yep. Um, where those characters actually, you get more depth out of them by adding those changes. Yes, sir. Uh, who else do we have? There's, uh, the actress who plays Britta on Community. I'm not going to bother to look her up. Um, <laughs> uh, she plays Adam Eve. Um, there's a really funny Community joke where she, like, comments that another superhero team is the worst. And the joke in Community is that Britta is the worst. So, that was kind of funny. Uh, and then, uh, the only other big voice actor that I can think of off the top of my head is the guy who plays Rafi on um the league uh there, there's definitely other shows that he's known of and that's another race bend with one of the characters rex explode where again they've they've changed him from a white ginger to someone who is of middle eastern descent and they didn't have to do anything they they just they did it and now they have a far more diverse and more interesting cast because of it so, uh, all in all, it's awesome. It's very intense, it's very, like, gory, and there's a lot of awesome storytelling, and it's really funny, too. Um, it's got one of my favorite moments where Invincible is fighting an alien that's literally been sent to test Earth's defenses to see if their their protector is strong enough to keep them safe. Uh, but, like, no one on Earth understood that. They've never taken the time to talk to the guy. And so, like, they stop for, like, a quick time. And he's like, oh, are you invoking your timeout? There's a timeout? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't you know the rules? What rules? <laughs> so they, like, sit on the moon for a minute, and he's just like, yeah, your, your planet signed up to the Federation, and now I'm here to test you annually to see if you're, like, strong enough to protect it. This is Urath, right? 
Dude, this is Earth. With an E. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've been coming to the wrong planet for the last decade. Uh, let's you and me keep this between us. Uh, if you ever need a hand with anything, uh, don't hesitate to give me a call. Alan. Alan's my name. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have to watch it, man. I, I really do. Like, um, it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, um, it's really great. I, I'm glad that the like 45 minute episodes there. It, it's really well put together. Uh, it's clearly put with the same degree of love that Robert Kirkman puts into producing the other things. Um, the last uh, cast member I'll mention is uh, Cecil Stedman, who's kind of like the Nick Fury of the series. Right. Uh, he's played by the guy. Oh god damn it! Uh, he plays the convict in Predators, who shivs the alien. Uh, <laughs> he's on that show, The Unicorn, right now. Uh, he was on um, um, that Timothy Oliphant, uh, Fuck, uh, Justified. It, uh, Walton Goggins. Yeah. Right. And he kills it. I think so. Uh, and and he crushes it again as well as he does with pretty much everything that he's in. He's always entertaining to watch, even if the movie is garbage. So yep. that's it. I mean, most times yeah. it's most times it's not worth blaming the actor if something isn't good. It's probably the writing or the actual directing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's definitely no need to do that in this series, which is great. Yeah, um, th this is probably I would equivalent this to Spawn on HBO. Oh, nice. Uh, back in the 90s. that That's what I would equal this to, but much more engaging uh, for for a modern audience. Yeah, that, that's what I would say. Makes sense. Makes sense. I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah. I will I yeah. get to it eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and thank God we're going to move on to our next one so that Kevin can do some talking because I don't even want to know how long that you just had to listen to me talk straight. Uh, about uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Based off of oh, the time good. Of Jesus what Christ. I, I'm so, I am sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, uh, well, somewhere in there I talked, uh, mumbled, and, <laughs> and, mm -hmm, and yep. Uh, and very similar to when I'm on a phone call with my mother. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can go on to the next one. I really quickly, I do want to go back to a piece of news. And this is, this oh, is sure. more of like yeah. a PSA to not be a fucking loser. Because um, I forgot about this. The fact that uh, John... Uh, John Walker, uh, the dude who's playing John Walker in Falcon Winter Soldier, um, Russell Wyatt, I think is his name, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. is is getting death threats from people because he's not Captain America. Oh, well, what? Yeah, it's not even a joke. Like, if 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 you listen to this podcast and you're one of those people that that that's that upset, I'm gonna call you out now. Get a fucking life. It's a yeah. fucking show. It's not real. <laughs> This is Grow fiction. Up. You you do understand that he's U.S. agent, right? Well, like, yeah. I mean, I I do and you do, but he, right now, people who don't understand are people who are stupid enough to be okay, like... Okay, okay. Spoilers to anybody who, who's listening to us that's like that. He's supposed to be a villain. He's not Captain America. He's U.S. agent. Go read a fucking comic book or do two seconds of research on Google before you just start fucking... Even to if he wasn't, someone. even if he was going to be Captain America, <laughs> grow the fuck up. Yeah, that's it's yeah, not that's fucking the real. Too, like. <laughs> it's not real. It's a it's a fucking TV show. It's fake. 
yeah. Like, I, I get um, that you hear us complain and bitch that things aren't good or whatever the case is, but I'm not going to go and fucking threaten someone's life because I didn't like the fucking movie they wrote or the, the character they played or whatever the case may be because I don't give a fuck <laughs> that much. I just want, if yeah. I'm taking something in as content, I want the content to be good. Yeah, I... Uh, I'm sorry, his name's Wyatt Russell. I, I, I did it backwards, but it doesn't matter. That's okay. Nonetheless, the man doesn't deserve death threats. Yeah. He's doing a very good job of playing the character that he is playing. The show is fucking great. Yeah. If you're not watching the show, go and watch it. And if you get that yeah. upset about him being fucking Captain America, whether they end up switching him over or whatever the case may be, I'm, I'm almost positive they will because it, it, they should, obviously. But if not, even if they yeah. don't, grow up. Yeah, like, it's such a stupid thing to get angry about and I casting in general is just such a fucking idiotic thing to get fucking yeah anyways so, anyway that's all I wanted to say is if you, if you know yeah. someone who's like that get new friends um, if you are that person get a life um, I don't know what else to tell you but don't be a piece of shit and watch the yeah. show that's my, that's my review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier <laughs> we probably won't talk about yeah. it again until it finishes yeah yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, you. I know you haven't watched the most recent one. You're gonna fucking love it. It's gonna be a good time. And I, I've yeah. loved every episode so far. The second episode is yeah. in. I mean, of the two episodes that I've seen, is hands down the best one. It does a handful of things the way they they should be done in TV shows without being super mm-hmm. preachy and doing it in a way that makes yeah. sense. And I can only wait for more of the show. I wish that it came out all mm-hmm. at once because I would already have finished it. Um, I wish that yep. we got more stuff that was like this. Not that WandaVision wasn't good, but this is incredible. Um, yeah, yeah, we shall see. Yeah. Uh, oh, but last um, but not least, oh, sorry, you yeah, I was gonna say that takes me to a little side piece of news. Uh, now that we're talking about the things getting released all at once, uh, I'll, I'll just mention this quickly. Unfortunately, American Gods has been canceled, oh, yes, um, yes. after its third season. Uh, there, the, Neil Gaiman has announced that there will be a conclusion to the series, he, he's gonna figure that shit out, fortunately. Um, which is good. Uh, th- this was another great series that, unfortunately, I think just wasn't actiony like people wanted. It's a mystery series, not uh, not a Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm sure. So, I'm sure some of that issue is being on yeah. Prime as well. Yeah, I-, I think the other issue is I didn't realize it was produced by Stars as well. So this was one of the few series of Stars that was given to us for free, included with Prime, that they didn't make extra money off of. So that that was probably a little bit of it too. Um, that said, no worries. Neil Gaiman has assured us that we will get a conclusion on some form or another. So that's good. Good for us. Yeah. All right. Um, on to the the big, the biggest of of movies mm-hmm. and the biggest of fights and the biggest of big gargantuan, if you will. Yes, Godzilla versus Kong. It happened. It finally happened. It did. It did. I'm assuming you watched it, obviously. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. I I even paid money to watch it. Oh. I, well, I went that far. That makes one of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I probably, if I didn't go see it in theater, I would have been upset if I paid money to watch this. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't... Uh, and I think, again, you have to... This was definitely a Godzilla movie more than it was a Kong movie. Yep. For sure. Don't care. Like that that's the Like that like that's not what that's, makes this movie that's bad to me. The basics of it, but yeah. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's just like the the premise of whether you wanted more Kong or more Godzilla is almost I mean Godzilla's name comes first. 
You're, you're going to deal with it. <laughs> um, the fights in this movie yeah. are incredible. The... You know, oh god! There, yeah. There's going to be spoilers because uh, I thought the fact that the yeah l- let's cross the spoiler threshold right now because I really don't care about yeah lowballing into it or anything. Nope. Um, the fact that that axe is made out of like a fucking femur and spine of another Godzilla, that's metal. I yeah, I fucking love that. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I think my problem here is there's just there's nothing in this movie, other than the fights, which is is yep. fine. I mean, I mean, the thing is, yep. <laughs> the, the argument here is that like Kong is hands down the best of these movies. I would then say that um, uh, Godzilla: King of Monsters is second, and then this is third, and then the first Godzilla movie is fourth, because this fell back on Accurate. on the same trope that the first movie had, where they had so much people interaction that it makes no sense. Um, yeah, this, um, again, and this is another thing, too, if you watch uh, all the Godzilla movies throughout the three, this happens, too, right? Like, you, you get this unnecessary focus on the human element, especially, at least Final Wars, like, gave you this fucking, like, Attack on Titan type shit to entertain you. Mm-hmm. This, as you say, is just needless people shit for not needing people shit. Like, the entire, as uh, I, I'm assuming you're referring to, uh... Millie fucking yeah, what's Millie her Bobby face Brown and, and uh, the New Zealander kid and the fucking conspiracy theorist guy how basically they really didn't need to be fucking anywhere right but they, in the they're the whatsoever. ones who saved the day they, they wouldn't have won if it wasn't for them that's the yeah. shit I hate yeah. that didn't accomplish anything yeah. what's the point of having Godzilla and King Kong if, if, if people saved the day yeah and that's old fashioned Godzilla fucking trope shit where we're trying to involve the kids no just no Right, but back in the day, you don't need back to. in the day, the mo- they were fucking rubber suits, and they weren't like. This is the problem I have nowadays, and yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call some people out, and I'm gonna call out Chris because I know he doesn't listen. But Chris told me <laughs> to watch Monster Hunter. It was fun. It was good, and I watched it, and I said no. I literally texted him after, and I said you lied to me. This was shit. And he's like, and then he was like, well, I don't know. I thought it was good. I'm like, I'm like, you need to expect more from your movie. And he's like, well, I don't want to be disappointed. I was like, I don't want to be disappointed either. That's why oh, I get pissed yeah. off is because I want, again, if I want to take, if I'm going to take in content, if I'm giving you my time, I want that time. I, I want what you give me to be something that is good. I watched yeah. two hours of a movie where 45 minutes of the movie was the only part of it worth watching. Yeah, um, for me, the Hollow Earth aspect for Kong and everything, eh, not not one hundred percent needed, necessary or anything. Well, no, I mean that, a, that was all mood shit for th- me. There's a better way. The, to the, the fight with that. the snake is cool. The the fight with the snake is cool, and like I say, I like that axe. The concept of that. There's there's ways of integrating that axe without having to travel to Hollow Earth and do, do all that shit for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. It uh, it helps make a little more sense as to why Kong is so bipedal, uh, but like again, that's a fucking moot point, anyways. Uh, but yeah, I, I, again, I think the that entire sequence is not really a hundred percent necessary. I, I don't. I feels like it's designed to make that lead male characters get have some sort of line that he's walking for some reason, uh, and it seems like an excuse to show off the heaves as, like, a Godzilla technology thing, which is something that they'd usually do by the third movie. Uh, 
which again just kind of felt a little bit unnecessary yeah I, I just i don't know and then there was like comedy that wasn't necessary to be comedy i don't i like i just i'm so yeah. confused of who thinks like i don't know who directed this movie or who wrote this movie or whatever the case may be but i like i, I just started to think that the people that are in fucking hollywood right now don't know how to write things like yeah. I can watch some, I, I can watch something like Falcon and Winter Soldier and actually just be fucking blown away at how good this show is. <laughs> and then a, 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 or Invincible a cartoon right. and just be like wow. And then a day later I watch this and go something that's been like 3 years in production and Right and and, and, I, and I just don't I don't get it. Millie Bobby Brown's character and her father and all of that stuff is literally useless. It doesn't accomplish anything in the story. At all, nope. except for showing you the things that would eventually come up yeah. anyways if you just had the bad guys exist. Yeah, and that's the thing, and I realize I'm using, like, well, that's what happened in all the other Godzilla defense, and you know what? It is, but it's not an excuse. Right, you're talking about it's movies that came out in the fucking <laughs> 60s and 70s and fucking 80s. 90s and, yeah, 80s and 90s. Like, like the, we, we shouldn't... <sighs> That's the thing. It's nice that we're following and, like, following the old progression and honoring the old traditions, but do we have to get as lazy as we were back in those days? Could we have told a better Godzilla vs. Kong vs. Mechagodzilla story than what we did? And I think probably. Yes. Rather than falling back on old tropes and, uh, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the main thing. Wholeheartedly. People speaking to Kong useless right a way to get to the can you okay i need you to explain to me how them going to the the hollow earth involves them going through some sort of wormhole right and then godzilla just, just blasts the fucking hole the straight down yeah, it doesn't make sense yeah. right but somebody no. somebody was like oh it'll be cool and then when they fly through that hole a pillar falls on it to cover up the hole that doesn't cover yeah. up a hole not that size, not that deep. It's the fucking whole earth. It, it, yeah. it just, it, it just so much. Also, that cheapens. Yeah, and also it makes no sense to other because we've seen Godzilla fully charged before, and that means that blast should have fucking decimated everything in its path. Mm-hmm. Nothing should have been left. Yeah, I, I just this. So yeah, the thing is, is like, I don't, I don't want to be the dude yeah. who shits on movies all the time because no, I mean that, that we're here, but. Yeah. This movie, <laughs> this movie is the type of thing where everyone's going to be like, "Oh, it was so cool," yeah. and everyone is going to love it. It's not yeah. good. So, so and that's what I'll say. Yeah, you can shut your brain off and say this was a good movie. This was a good Godzilla movie in terms of all the weird shit that it did and all that other stuff. You can shut your brain off and say that and use that as the excuse. I, I'm somewhat okay with that, depending on the scenario. The other thing I will say though is. But we shouldn't have to use that as an excuse. <laughs> we should be able to touch on all those old tropes, but not allow ourselves to throw, fall through all the pit holes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. If you want to get, we, we should be able to fill those and make the better movie without being like, "Well, they did it back then, so it's okay if we do it now." Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I just so many, so many things, like so many things that don't make any sense in that movie, and just like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Now that said, uh, that fight on the ocean, that was fucking awesome. That was a gr- that was a, such a great sequence. Fucking that first punch, just 
fucking connecting. Oh my god, it felt so good. Uh, there's the franticness of like uh, uh, Kong being fucking underwater and trying to swim. I also want to point out it's it's uh, it's very cool. Like I I think I want to say a hinge factor is if Kong in this franchise wasn't as bipedal as he was, he might have been fucked in that first fight. Oh, he would have. He would have died. Yeah, like he if he didn't have that bipedal's like more swimming ability, he he like that more apes do or like classic apes do, he might have been fucked. Yep. Like it won't percent. Um I think that's yeah. the thing here too that you see in this is is technically Kong never wins. Not even once. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I assume why you were saying it was more of a Godzilla film because like, he doesn't even come close yeah. to win. Even when he has the weapon that allows him to not get shot it, by the blast. Yeah. Yeah. It's respect that he, he comes away with in the end. Yeah. And, that, and that's another thing that I didn't like about the Hollow Earth. It would have made more sense, or it would have made a cooler ending for me if it was this mutual respect where the two of them are sharing the planet and now protecting it. Yes, but nope. That would have been a cooler ending to me than Kong going off to fucking Hollow Earth. Yes. Like, um, yeah, I, like, I, I just so much of it that makes like, little to no, like, I just yeah. don't. Because then, that, that's the other thing. The next movie I'd love to see is a fucking crazy Aliens versus Earth fucking, like, I Mecha Ghidorah Gigan versus fucking Godzilla and Kong and like fucking bringing in Gears from Megalon, fucking bringing other crazy alien enemies, fucking do do it all, fucking yeah. end game monsters. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna get another one. You're gonna get another. Yeah. Every every I guarantee you, most people's takes on this movie is that it was good. Yeah. Um, um which it was average at best if you look at it honestly. But, I I literally yeah. when I I saw it I I it's. It's better than bad, but it's worse than good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it, it, exactly. And it's like I say, it, all you would have needed to do is not allow yourself to say, well, those were the plot holes we were allowed to fall in before, and that's what made those movies entertaining. Well, no, let's let's take those tropes and make them better. But the thing now. is, what made those movies entertaining was that there wasn't fucking giant monsters fighting each other in movies. Those were the only movies doing that. <laughs> Yeah, we could have right. someone make a better Godzilla versus King Kong tomorrow. We we live in a time in a frame where I could just make a stylized character that is big and giant, and and give yeah. it the idea of that like it attacks Earth, but it doesn't really attack Earth, and it would probably be better if I wrote a better story. Um, <laughs> yeah, it it's it, it's just I don't I don't get it, and we we keep letting this happen. Like I just don't I don't get it. it boggles my mind because again I, I'm not I'm not taking it away from the fact that if you, if you do like it you, if you like it you can like it there's lots of movies that I don't like that people love but mm. the, the issue is I refuse to keep letting things just be good because it's the thing like ooh Godzilla versus King Kong is good because it's Godzilla versus King Kong X Men Days of Future Past was good because it's X Men and it had uh, <laughs> uh, Hugh Jackman yep. in it uh, <laughs> uh, Mad Max was cool because of all the special effects and that kind of stuff. Something can't be good if just one part of the movie is good. Yeah. Like, you need... Like, again, this is... You're, I'm getting real pissed off here uh, at, at nothing besides the fact the movie and people who have this opinion on stuff. You give up your time. Nothing is better to you than time. Nothing is more important to you than time. Time is the only thing that you have. <laughs> <laughs> that that you have. That's why movie. I watch CW shows in the background now. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, you're, you you can't just give that time to things and go. Yeah, it was good. No, go. I don't want this, and I don't want more of this. If you're going to keep doing this, that's an hour and a half of my time that I don't get back. If you were working, 
Yeah. And you make fifteen dollars an hour, and you spent thirty dollars to watch this movie. <laughs> you you just spent two hours of work to watch this movie, so you have to go to work for two hours to make up for the fact you paid for this. Yeah. When the movie isn't, it forty five minutes of this movie is good. There's the Godzilla versus King Kong fight. There's the Godzilla versus King Kong fight. There's the King Kong versus those weird flying snake thing fight. There's the Mecha Godzilla <laughs> versus the Skull uh, Crusher fight or Skull Eater or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. Um, and then the Godzilla and King Kong versus Mecha Godzilla. Excluding the hiccup in the middle where they pour fucking whiskey on the control panel and it seizes for a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll ignore that. So you have 45 <laughs> minutes of stuff um, in this movie that is cool and yeah. an hour and 15 of things in this movie that are pointless <laughs> and do nothing yeah. to increase the story. The only slightly cool thing I'll add on to that is the, the concept of using Ghidorah's skull and two remaining brains as the the driving mechanism um sure only for two reasons because that's a callback to the original series where like i one version is like mecha godzilla's head is used to make mecha king Ghidorah. um the other the other cool thing is this is kind of like drift technology from pacific rim right right um and again that adds what three and a half minutes to what you were saying right but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so. even that, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it, so I, I don't really know. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't. There's, there's no technology or way that that makes any sense. This, this connects to a satellite, and that satellite uplinks, and then because we got a better power source, now it's yeah. in charge fully, and people are. Well, and also like the power source thing is fucking bullshit too. Like that's utterly dumb. You can't just fucking scan a thing, and then have it. That's that's not how that works. Oh for an energy source like that no um yeah i, I think you, the reason you would have to bring that material back to earth somehow yeah. um uh, yeah I, I think that's the reason why this makes me so mad is because i know people <laughs> are just gonna be like it's good and it, it's yeah. just like it's it's not it's it's just yeah like, and that and that's what i was saying like there there's no excuse to ignore these plot holes nowadays there there just isn't even shows like pacific rim that had far stretching ideas they took the time to make it work in the universe they created. Yeah. This is just fucking like things popped out of their heads while they were writing it. So, yeah. Uh, you're very right on that, and you're very correct. That said, like, check out the fight sequences, because Godzilla and Kong fucking fighting each other and fighting the other monsters and kicking the shit out of Mechagodzilla are badass. They, they are actually pretty good. Yeah. Um... I can't tell you how you could have made a better Mechagodzilla design for modern ages. No, I, I think Mechagodzilla looks great. Right. I think having the drill on the table yeah. is still good. The jets in the back uh, to do the like the the you know jump punch. Um, yep. I think is I think is cool. I mean, I just think there's there's some things that are cool because the rest of the movie is not great. Which again, one of those to me is the the axe. The axe idea is kind of cool from what it is. Um, yeah. But like I say, I don't necessarily like how that fits in with the whole Hollow Earth society thing. Right. Um, I do think it is kind of a metal thing to have a axe made of Godzilla's or a Godzilla's femur and spine. Right. It is kind of cool. Um, I mean, I like. I think a better way to like use any of this stuff is, you know, uh, Godzilla lost one of his smaller spines, or they grow back, or whatever the case may be, and that's what you use to power Mecha Godzilla. 
Um, yeah. You know, make yeah. make the the. It's just so much. Well, that's where other past versions of Mechagodzilla make more sense. Like one version of him was built around a dead Godzilla's skeleton. Like that would have made more fucking sense because the ambient atomic energy or something like. Wow. Yeah. I just there's, there's so much issue with anything if you're not going to put the effort in, and and this is this is one of those times where I don't even know where to start to fix. No, like gravity flips. Like th- there was no. There was no Marvel love of science put into this movie. Put it that way. No. Well, that, that's it was a- just like here it is, and you got to accept it because everything before this has asked you to accept it. <sighs> yeah, I just I don't I don't know. Like obviously, my only thing is to take away almost anybody's. Like, Millie Bobby Brown, the kid from Deadpool, the security dude or the engineer dude, throw him out. That none of that part of that movie is useful. Like why no. like. Why were they there? Because they were in the last Godzilla movie? Cool, I don't care. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares about the people <laughs> didn't, in a Godzilla movie. That didn't matter That didn't matter last time. Right. So, and it's never mattered before. Um, so. so they don't need to exist. I Like, yes, you can have like, oh, why are they attacking this thing? And have your bad guys be the people that go to like, oh, we go to Hong Kong because of blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And like, do you have the special technology or the piece of whatever blankety blank whatever sure they made it so the reason godzilla was attacking is because they were using Ghidorah's skull stuff because it was emitting the fucking alpha signal sure i guess cool why not have a thing where you make an alpha signal because you know that what it is like you science exists we like there's better ways to make this stuff work <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Godzilla King Kong fight. Why not have just Godzilla or King Kong on his island, and then he does something that. Well, and that was the other thing too. Like the storm didn't even make sense to me. Like it, that whole thing, like the simulated environment, like none of that even made sense. Well, like be- why? What? It was because their presence on the island did whatever and just made it storm all the time. So they yeah, enclosed but- the spot so Kong could still live in piece of what well, I get that. but why the fuck even do that I'm, I, I'm, I'm telling you it doesn't make sense I'm just telling you what they were doing <laughs> yeah I, I understand what they did I just I don't understand why they did it because it doesn't all you would have had to do is have them just hanging out on the island right you know how you have chillaxing like, have have it so you know Godzilla and King Kong fight three times right I mean there, there's how you solve a lot of your issue right you have the first fight between Godzilla and Kong is on the island, right? Yeah. And Kong kind of wins. Exactly. And then... Turns him away and fucking Godzilla has to run. And then in transit, you have the fucking aircraft carrier yes, fight. Yes, what you have is, is Kong is hurt. So they're like, oh, we're going to take him to the mainland or whatever because the, like all the science and shit we need. What, make something up. Make something up better than what you made up. Is how we have yeah, to. We have got. We have Godzilla deterrence, and we'll stay out of his territories, and it'll be fine. Yes, exactly. Okay, cool. Then we take him to go heal, and then while all of this is happening, you know that's your second fight. Godzilla wins. So uh, kind of wins again. You you kind of have your half win yeah. each. Nobody really wins, but somebody kind of wins. And then mm-hmm. you go, and you know they have all this stuff, and then bam! All of a sudden, in you know Hong Kong. The you know Mecha Godzilla is doing its thing, so the Godzilla is already on his way there. They've they you know they're they're they've healed King Kong. They bring him in on the fucking you know hammock, <laughs> and then the you know they drop him from the hammock into um, Hong Kong to help fight, and they work together to help beat him up. And then you know they mm-hmm. they win and they tear him apart or whatever the case may be. And then they do the all right, 
uh, you know, I'll let you go live on your island with on peace. Like I won't, we, I won't fuck with you again. And you stay away from normal everywhere else. And if we ever have to, maybe we work again. Bye. See you later. Movie's done. I just yeah. made a better movie. Yep. <laughs> like it doesn't. We just made something closer to the classics and more expedient. <laughs> yeah, and you get more fights. You get more big monster fights. Like, mm -hmm. you, you just start the movie off with a monster fight. You have King Kong fighting something on his island, and he ends up breaking something that makes a volcano go off. You know, the, the fight yeah. erupts a volcano. That's where you could have had the snake fight right. quite easily. And that's what makes Godzilla go, oh, this island now is, it. you know, I thought it was gone because the last time I saw a Kong was whatever years ago and there hasn't been one since so i just assumed it was done and then godzilla you know feels the fucking eruption of this volcano like everyone feels it around the earth and godzilla goes oh there's somebody on that island now yeah it's just and as you say yeah and then by the time you get to the end you initiate the fight between mecha godzilla and godzilla and then kong is brought in to fucking save the day and the question is will kong kill godzilla or mecha godzilla and it's fucking mecha godzilla and then everyone yeah exactly right. you're right just so yep. so lazy nowadays when it comes to movies and we just accept it and I, it pisses me off because this is one of those movies that I would love to love but yeah. more more bad yeah, outweighs the good because the only good parts are the fight <laughs> it's the same reason I don't like Endgame like there's cool moments in Endgame yeah. but as a whole it's not good yet we've yeah. proven it, it that was like a, be good it was like my last movie post fucking like I hate to say it, and I've said this way too many times over the last, like, three years, but there is a good movie in here somewhere. Mm -hmm. Somewhere there's the good movie, and they just didn't fucking get there. Yep. Like, I don't know. There's an unnecessary comedy in this movie. Like, if you want unnecessary comedy, have, like, King Kong pick up a fucking, like, train and go to swing it, and it just breaks even before it gets to hitting somebody. That's funny. Yeah. And it's part of the fight. You know what I mean? Like, or have a big billboard that has something stupid on it, and he picks up the billboard and hits somebody with it. So you're like, haha, he hit him with a <laughs> billboard. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, it drives me nuts lately. Yeah. Rampage, for instance. Rampage had really well placed humor. Yes. Um, I expected, one of those things, I expected less from that movie, and it did better than True. it, it yeah. should have. Um, but but again, it did a pretty decent job of telling a, a, a coherent, continuous story that wasn't too stupid. I think I do think it's better than this, even though I think the fights in yeah. this are better. Um, but yeah. overall, that is a better movie. Like, I'd give this, like, a 5, 6, and I'd give that, like, a 6 or a 7. I agree, yeah. Um, it's just... <laughs> again, I watched it, like, before I watched Kong vs. <laughs> Godzilla vs. Kong. And yeah, I, I enjoy Rampage more. Just so um, frustrated. Yeah. Um, be prepared to hear more shit like this from me, because again, I I don't want to shit on stuff. Like I, I, I wholeheartedly think things can be done well and good, and are mm. when they're done good. Like, I'll talk about Spider Into the Spider-Verse every day if you want oh, to yeah. talk about it, because I can tell you in and out what makes that movie incredible, and all the even little hey. things that they do in that movie to create an ambiance hey. or a setting. These are the two guys who actually gave positive reviews to the Snyder Cut. Right. Uh, because I think and we it, it did that. <laughs> it did what we are doing right now by yeah. talking... I was the one who was more critical of it than you. Yeah. 
Well, that's it. <laughs> when the fuck does that happen? Because <laughs> it, it did exactly what we're doing now, right? It did. Yeah. It, it did in actual effort because we can't do it, obviously, because we can't make a whole King Kong versus Godzilla movie right now. It did what we do, or what I like to do, which is here's where the issues were. Here's what I would do to fix them, and will yeah. it make it better? I, we wouldn't know because, I mean, I, in my mind, it sounds better. It fills gaps in. Um, I'm sure somewhere mm-hmm. you still have to write some stuff. I don't know, so I can't say it would be perfect. Um, and that's what Snyder Cut did, right? Here's the first movie. What made it bad? What didn't work? What needs to be fixed? We found out what didn't work, what made it bad, what needed to be fixed, and we did it. Is it still the best movie imaginable? No, because you still have to work with parts of the movie that are still there. Is it way better? Yes. Is it incredible? No. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's like the visible the the physical representation of what we're like what I just spit out about making a better Godzilla versus Kong movie in actual yeah. somebody made the movie <laughs> and made it better. Um, so I mean that's a lot of the points come from the actual like you were able to make it better and not just uh, uh, you know one way made it better in in a handful of ways like characters were better story was more more coherent. You know, there was more to the story. It was more believable why the villain was doing the things. Like, yeah, exactly. Kevin's stupidity ometer is starting to wear thin. Yeah, I just I can't handle it. Right, like what you just have to have. Right, you have the vi- again. I think using a scale of Godzilla in some form is cool. I do think again. I think the axe is cool, but it's cool in the concept of what was available. Because um, I don't think yeah. I don't think structurally I don't think it works normally in any way. In what they gave us, it worked great because it, it it was just cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. That, oh, and that's what I mean too. Like when I say it's metal, it's just like it, it's awesome because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you it meant. Just is. Um, so. <laughs> use that to power mecha godzilla right after one of kong and godzilla's fights right yeah that's why mecha godzilla wasn't working up until that point and whatever and then you have the dude who is doing mecha godzilla be like the dude in charge and it's like you know oh whatever if godzilla's already on his way and no one will I'll, I'll pilot the thing and then because he's already kind of like a deranged villain hero archetype <laughs> if his brain gets end up being put in the mecha godzilla it makes more sense to why the thing controls itself and he still thinks he's doing good yeah that was the other thing the pilots like was confusing because in the one scene he's fucking laughing while he's destroying the skull crusher yeah and then in later on he's just like uh, are you sure it's okay to do this like no we already established you should be like a sociopath yep and that's why this should work yep we don't even die you back from that yeah, dude, it's just confusing. Um, it, it's confusing even for a Godzilla movie. Yeah, I mean, that's sad. the thing, right? I don't expect anything from the old movies because no one knew how to... Not that no one knew how to tell a story, but it was it was more so... I mean, the dude who invented well, Godzilla was... A, all, well, yeah, all, A, all your content was coming from a different country with... Again, it was a completely different style of storytelling for those movies. Mm-hmm in an entirely different country. Like, it w- we went through the entire, like, decade of the 90s without ever getting a Godzilla movie released here on North American shores. Yep. Be- because that's just how the distribution worked. And those are some fucked up storylines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even compared to the old ones. So, um, yeah, yeah. And to, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. 
it's fine. I'm just allowed to be mad at things because, I mean, we, we out of the two, there's a reason. So anybody who was ever confused about the logo, the reason that it's I originally made it to be an exclamation mark and a question mark, and the exclamation mark you can see is very edged, like it's very straight lines, and then the question mark is very <laughs> rounded. And that was originally because the difference between Corey and I, and very similar to the difference between Nate and I, is that I'm definitely the more aggressive person of the two of us. So the exclamation mark is straight to the point, hard-edged, you know, very angular, pointy. You know, it's, it's angry. Ah! <laughs> right. And the question mark, who's the person that's like, are you sure you should be mad about that? It's rounded because the more forgiving, more, you know, lenient on some of the stuff that I think is absurd. Even if it's even if it's not actually absurd, and I just think it's absurd, yeah. it's more rounded. So the other person's a little more calm, a little more yeah, but it's whatever, and that's why it's rounded. It's softer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a little uh, backyard baseball and something from 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 the guy that talks a lot of shit about stories, <laughs> and you know that that's why the logo is like that. I put thought and effort into the logo because I wanted it to be yeah. sharpened to the point and soft and like reaffirming. It's why we enjoy doing what we do. It's, it's the dichotomy between the two of us that allows us to have this interesting conversations. Yep. Or anybody. That's why there really hasn't been any episodes without me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The episodes with Corey and I were so overly positive. Yeah. The most negative part about it was you guys making fun of me. It's very true. And most of that was just like, Kevin's not here to shit on us being happy. Let's just be happy. I don't care if you're like I, I, I get the joke. I mean, I don't care if you're happy, but just expect uh, more from what you're getting. No. Expect more. Like, you know, maybe you can't tell us. Well, and that, and that, yeah, and again, that's why I say it, like it, it's it's using the old tropes as an excuse to be lazy, mm. where you should take some opportunity to be stronger storytellers. It's just like, uh, there's so much to this movie. It's two hours. It's two hours. Yep. I don't even know where the two hours yeah. went when I watched it. I was like, what What have I watched that was two hours worth of stuff here? Like, Very true. Go- when you think back about uh, King of the Monsters, you can at least fill some of those gaps. Yeah. Where you start to think of, like, where was that? Oh, yeah, there's that one sequence in the Hollow Earth, and then, like, okay. Yeah. And then everything else falls into yeah. place. There's, there's Rodan attack. There's the Mothra saving. There's the yeah. normal Godzilla attack. There's the first fight with Ghidorah. There's the last big giant fight, which is, like, 40 minutes of the movie, almost. Like, half an hour. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. It's, it's a, a better movie. It's still not great, but it mm. is definitely a better movie. Um, and I still think Kong is probably the better of the movies, because the people... There's a reason for the people to be there, and it's yeah. actually fit to the purpose of telling the story. Yeah, and like I don't like even Brie Larson, but I like her in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it's actually like she's entertaining in it. Um, I don't always like uh, ah, fuck, what's his name? Oh, um, John C. Riley. I don't always like him playing that kind of a guy, but I don't totally hate it in Kong. But yeah, well, I mean, it makes a little more sense because he's snapped right he's just not all there anymore Been trapped yeah exactly on island for 20 years or whatever it was. yeah and he has serious elements which john c Reilly is actually a really fucking amazing serious actor yes so when he does pull that out of the pocket every now and again in that movie it's really rewarding um i'm, I'm done talking. Yeah, and again it's why 
yeah, sorry. It's why Tom Hiddleston, I wish, would have something other than Loki, and yeah. Yeah, well, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my biggest issue with that, is I want him to play other things. Um, all I was going to say is, uh, I'm done talking about, like, I'm done being mad at Godzilla vs. Kong, and uh, I'm done talking about it as a whole, but I just wanted to read two news articles. Godzilla vs. Kong is a classic. <laughs> Um, there was more to it, but it, like it, it cut off that way. Like it was saying good things about it. There was more to the title. Uh, big screen matchup is what the rest of it was, but it cut it off. It's okay. classic, and I was like, "Are you serious?" And the other one is Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong could be the biggest hit of the pandemic. And it's like yeah. maybe, but what else came out? That's like comparing. Like I'm the smartest kid in the class because I'm not in a class. Yeah, <laughs> we we still got a couple months left, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still got like a year left, but we'll see. Yeah, but we still got like three years left. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh Jesus! I. <laughs> that's a big old spike blob. Um. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm assuming you're on the same page as me. You probably won't hear us talk about Falcon Winter Soldier anymore until it's done. Yeah. Um. Unless we're unless we're agreeably caught up at the same point or anything like that and there's something we really want to talk about yeah we're, we're probably going to leave that the same as we did one division yeah it's just better uh, to get roughly the end one go because yeah. again things that we're saying are great now could be not so great later um, yeah whatever the case like may be. i i personally i, I think it. kevin's going to enjoy what's coming up with, oh i'm sure uh, i, I highly doubt zemo? the show will yeah. let me down um and zemo yes i mean is in my in my opinion the best part of Civil War because I didn't really like that movie either. But um. yeah, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy what's coming up. And yeah, again, uh, same with a lot of TV shows. Um, I'm not, probably not going to talk much more about Invincible until we get through till the end. Um, until Kevin's watched it again too, so like little little things like that, yeah. And to be fair, by the time um, some of these things finish, there may be a different way that you hear us talk about it. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Te- technically, we still have to talk, but you know. Yeah. Similar as to how things are changing in other places. Yes. Things might be changing. I've grown hair in my no-no area. <laughs> my body is changing in different ways I don't think I have anything either I will let you know I'll let everybody know I have caught up on the CW shows completely um, I'm a little behind right now but well uh, I'll do a quick a quick breakdown Legends was good but it started to become a CW show and what I mean by that was it was just everybody was sleeping with everybody which is an unfortunate flaw is, of CW is shows. Legends already? No, no, I just, like, last season, I finally caught up. Oh, oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, okay. I just mean I'm fully caught up, so I'm just giving explanations of everything <laughs> up until this point. Um, the Flash is doing okay. It's obviously, a, it's 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 in a weird state because of having to make up for last season. So it had to finish a season, and then it's gonna ha- it has to have a little bit of a lull to do the next season, because that's normally how that works. Normally you have a large gap mm-hmm. in between big moments. Yeah. Um, and we don't, in this case. Uh, a little odd that it chose to stop for just those last three episodes that would have wrapped everything up. I think it's because they, they actually didn't have them filmed, so they couldn't film them. Yeah. So they had to yeah. film them. Because the, the whole thing is, like, Killer Frost wasn't supposed to be any in any of those episodes because she was pregnant, right? Danielle right. Baker. But because of the... She was able to be in them because of the break. Um, 
so they, they just hadn't filmed them is the biggest thing with that um batwoman is confusing beyond all belief <laughs> I, don't, I don't even understand how it's a Batwoman show at this point in time. The, the, you talking about Alice being like, Alice might as well be the main character. I don't even understand why Batwoman is in this show. Right? Well, and that's what I mean. She carries the entire fucking thing. Well, neither Batwoman like, is interesting in almost any way imaginable. And it's also confusing to me that, yes, I understand they got rid of, um, what's her name? Ruby Rose, but Ruby the, Rose. The, like the fact that new Batwoman is also a lesbian is just—it's the likeliness is mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but the likeliness of both of them being lesbians is pretty high. If they, these are if these were casino odds, we'd be getting tossed the fuck out. Oh yeah, they would assume we were lying or cheating. Um, that's like ten to one odds that that would happen again. Um, but yeah, the show just isn't isn't it, it's it's something. Yeah. Um, and it'll, I will say I like that actress. Like she's not bad. I like, guess I don't know what she's doing. She's not doing weird, anything. Yeah. I mean, every any she's acting better than Ruby Rose, but that's not saying much. I'm pretty sure the yeah, mop in the and, and like, and it's like I was saying, like having her deal with these issues with people that are the same age. Like this would have worked in like a Batman Beyond scenario. If she had a veteran with her. Yeah, yeah, it it, it, it just makes to, sense. to be working with Luke Fox and fucking the sister stepsister is yeah weak. Yeah, yeah, it um, it doesn't work very well. Um, what else? I haven't watched Supergirl yet because that came out the other day, and I, that's the only episode I haven't seen yet. So it started on Tuesday. Same here. And yeah. yeah, Black Lightning is exactly what I expect. It's as it's, it's good as it has almost ever been, and it's unfortunate that this is the last season. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is really good, even with the the cast change for uh, for Jen. Yeah. Like, it's still good. Like, it, yeah. It, it 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 still holds up to the same quality. Uh, I'm assuming we're it probably won't be quite as heavy hitting as some of the Netflix episodes were, given that it's back on network television. Yeah, yeah probably correct. Um, but still, it, it's definitely proving to be as good as it ever was. Um, Superman and Lois, I oh, believe yeah, yeah. I am up to date on. That's fair. I um, forgot about that show, so I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's continuing with pretty much how good it has been. Um, we're still exploring this dichotomy of Superman figuring out how to be a dad to, uh, like I said before, it's interesting seeing his emo son being the one who gets powers and that affecting his jock son and whatnot. And it's an interesting show for sure. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's pretty much where they are with the, all the CW stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Nonetheless, super confusing, interesting, and weird to see where everything is at <laughs> with the pauses and such. Yeah. Again, I think that's the biggest downfall to The Flash, because I don't think it's terrible. I just think it has to no. do a weird thing where normally you have <laughs> amount of gap where you have a yeah, little it just sucks those. But... Yeah, it just sucks those three episodes that would have finished the series yes. couldn't have come out fucking at the end of the series. Well, that, that's it exactly, <laughs> right? Because they're trying to introduce the new story, but also in slightly more, again, lull-type episodes. Mm-hmm. Because, again, normally you have a whole year, or at least the six months or whatever, so you you don't forget, but you can start the next season off big, with a big bang, a big yeah. something that happened. But because... And that's what, uh, yeah, that's what Fuerza would have been, right? Yeah. Like, but because of that, it's all kind of half-assed. Like, we would have got the Speed Force showing up episode one 
Yeah. But exactly. because we have, you have to have that slowdown because you don't want like big event, big event, because you're just like, whoa, this is crazy, and then you expect that all the time. Mm. Um, they had to kind of dumb it down. So I mean, that's where I would say the biggest flaw is there in the Flash. But, um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I got nothing. I just wanted to let you know I was, I guess, almost all caught up except for the fact that I forgot about Lois and Superman. <laughs> That's right. It balances out because I haven't watched the most recent Black Lightning or um, Supergirl or Batwoman yet. So yeah, fair enough. Well, that evens out the keel. Yeah. Black Mask is in Batwoman. Uh, I did see a thumbnail for that, and I was like, "Ooh." Yeah. Uh, I will give Batwoman one piece of credit. That is probably my favorite Victor Zaz that I've seen on screen so far. Um. Yeah. It's yes. I think it is. I think it is more to what Victor Zaz is. Well, even mm-hmm. then, I don't know if that's more accurate. I, I did. I liked Victor Zaz in in Gotham quite a bit. I don't see that as yeah. normal Victor Zaz though, and I don't know if I see this no. one as either. But I did think it was good. Yeah, um, that's why I say I that that's why I say I don't think it was amazing in general. But I think this is my favorite version of him that I've seen on live action thus far. Is that all? 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 Ant Man, Sonic, Teen Titans, Power Rangers, Batman, Flash, One Punch Man, Gotham, Deadpool, Arrow, Captain America, Dark Phoenix, Detective Pikachu, Wasp, Kingsman, Stephen King, Superman, Disney, Lock and Key, Teen Titans, Ant Man, Harry Potter, Dracula, Dinosaur, Zombies. Thank you.